have, I got a story for you. An esoteric individual, or as she would put it, someone who's woo-woo, that's always longed for knowledge and understanding, and is finding it in the stars, as well as Pandora. But first, hello, Peter, what's happening? Today's sponsor, Lumberg's go-to accessory, the mug. Countless studies have shown water bottles hold more germs than milliliters of liquid. Seriously, those things are dirtier than a purse that's been placed on grimy bar stools and dropped on dingy casino floors all weekend at Vegas. Come on home to that homey feel that only holding a mug can bring. We all also like living on the edge, and nothing is going to perk you up along with that caffeine in your cup, like the chance that a random drop or two might pour over the literal edge of your mug. God, how exciting. Live a life of lidless adventure. Why cap the excitement? Enjoy the aromas quafting upwards to your olfactory senses. All of us have our favorite mug. Our go-to. Mine? God, she's a beauty. Simple, white, five bold yellow letters on it. R-O-G-E-R. Roger. <laughs> and the zaniest part is that's not even my name. But I'm telling you, what a quirky conversation starter at the office. Be bold. Be brave. Be your best you with your mug in hand. Mugs. They're the best beverage holder. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. Friend or follow to get updates when new pods are posted. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe and listen on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeart. I'm telling you, this pod is going global. France, UK, Belgium, Canada, Germany, Netherlands, Islay of Man, and Russia have all heard someone's story that's been shared on this pod. And if you're someone who wants to share your story, just message us. We'd love to listen. And now, getting to know you. Hello. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know on today's show for the second time we are getting to know <laughs> kyleen who i found out and you guys didn't that is a mix of kyle dad and what was mom's name well, no, it actually wasn't their names. It was just I was going to be Kyle if I was a boy and Colleen. Or no, I was going to be Jenna. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> if I was, if I, was, I was too stubborn for Jenna. Um, and then Colleen was an aunt, but they didn't want to name me the same name. So they put Kyle and Colleen together and got Kyleen. How would, um, do you ever think about what your mom's name put in there would have been? Like what the blend would have been? My mom's name is Jill, so no. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Jilly. Jilly. Yeah. I know. Even my mom said, um, "Like it's just not a good, 
not that not that it's not a good name, but it's not one that you can really like mix in with other names very well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not like Liger <laughs> that just kicks yeah. ass, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was trying like Kylin, like Jillian, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> well, I wanted to <laughs> thank you for uh, coming on and giving up some of your time to uh, share your story. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. All right. Well, for the sake of actually getting out side instead of being trapped inside now that there's nice weather at least around oh, me um what is your story kyleen okay well <laughs> like i kind of mentioned to you i am super random so i'm not even sure where i'm gonna go with this um but i'm from minnesota i was born and raised in saint paul um then i lived up in central minnesota for a while and i actually have a background in education uh, my mom was a kindergarten teacher and then i kind of it was um you know like graduating high school and they're like you know you're applying for colleges and they're like what are you gonna go for you gotta pick your major oh like, yeah that pressure good lord <laughs> I, like, I don't i don't know and at one point i was like i loved i was always a kid with a camera i had the digital camera in my purse i carried it everywhere um and i was like you know i want to i think i'm gonna do a community college and i'm gonna take a photography you know course and just kind of see where it goes and be poor my for dad, the rest of my life yeah, well, that's what my dad said. My dad goes, there's no yes. money in photography. And I just kind of went, darn, okay, I guess I won't do that. Oh, dream crusher. Uh, Kyle, the I dream know. crusher. <laughs> so, um, and actually, my dad's name is Tim. Sorry, I kind of missed that part. Oh, really? So, I was just going to be Kyle if I was a boy. Got you. Yeah, I fucked that story all up. I got dad, Kyle, mom, Colleen, and it's just nope, a fantasy. It's good. Yeah. Oh, I apologize, no, Tim. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Figured it before we kept going. I just, <laughs> you know. Timolin, actually. No, I'm just, all right. It's over. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so Tim so, crushes the dream and says yeah, no way. Yes, Tim crushes the dream. And, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't think of money that much, but I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, not going to do that. Um, but I still was kind of going to go to a community college because I really just didn't know what I wanted to do. And then my choir teacher, I was really big into choir in high school, and she asked me at, it was teacher-parent conferences, but we always had to go. And she was like, so where are you going next year? I was like, well, I'm going to do community college. I don't know what I want to do yet. And she goes, you can't waste your voice. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. And I... Um, yeah, I was really big into singing, and I, I mean, I, breaking, I guess, I was really good, um, and so I was like, okay, she's like, well, just go check out some colleges, I was like, I can't afford that, like, I mean, we weren't poor, but we definitely weren't rich, I went to private schools, but my dad was um, a custodian and a boiler engineer, so uh, okay. he actually got a gig there, and he worked it, so it paid for mine and my brother's right. tuition, um, but yeah, like we, my parents were frugal and they saved. So we, you know, we weren't poor ever. Can I ask I, why, um, yeah. so Minnesota, why go private over public school? You know, that's a good question. I think it was just, my parents were very strict Catholics. Oh. Um, you know, that's actually, a, I don't know. I should ask my dad that. Cause I don't know from the beginning. Cause yeah, I started in kindergarten okay. at a private school. And then by the time. And I'm guessing it was a Catholic school. That was the private yes. school? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then that would, um, I guess that would make sense. Because you just hear sometimes in the cities, like, people, they, they don't trust the public school because whatever, they're overrun, they don't have the resources, right. they cater to the middle, the bad population, yeah. you know, the teachers aren't as, um, 
I don't know, not not experienced, not certified, but it, there feels like there's this aura around a private mm-hmm. school teacher that they're just better. I guess because you're paying for it, <laughs> maybe yeah. you feel it's better. So I yeah. was I was curious if that was kind of common in Minnesota, because um, I don't think of Minnesota as like a private school place. I don't know why, but I just don't. okay. Yeah, I don't. Um, it's funny you bring that up though, because um, I, you know, after you know, junior high was going on and I was like, okay, well, we're, my parents aren't going to send me to a private high school. You know, again, the money, I, I have apparently a lot of like blocks with money. <laughs> um, and my, so it ended up, I was able to, because my dad got this random offer out of the blue to go for this other private school. And so he worked it out with them. Um, but I was scared to go to pr- public school after like, um, I think it was in like sixth or seventh grade when Columbine happened though oh so I was definitely afraid of going to a public school um I was actually gonna ask so you have to be like rebellious as hell because you went to Catholic school right isn't that what you learned there to just rebel (laughs) (laughs) you know what I was not that person I was such a like I was a teacher's pet and I followed all the rules I didn't drink till I got to college Oh, wow. Um, I never like snuck out. I, I was such an obedient person, but I think a lot of it was just kind of like that strict fear based, you know, Catholic is you know, a lot of it is fear based. Um, at least I, from, I mean, it might be changing now, but you know, they kind of just drill into you. You know, if you don't listen to your parents, you're going to go to hell. You yeah, know, that no, kind e- of stuff. everything. It, it's just and, like, and ma'am, I have a question. It, you're going to hell. You don't even need to ask. Yeah, you're going to exactly. hell. <laughs> it was just, yeah, can I use the bathroom? No, no, no. You're going to hell. Sorry. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> nope. You're going to hell. Yeah. So I, I think I just, I latched onto that fear. Um, and so, yeah, I was just scared. So I wasn't the rebellious kid then. I think I, I changed a little bit after. Well, I think everyone I was out of my parents' house. Well, yeah, like I think everyone has to rebel against something at some point, right? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I, it's almost just human nature to do it. Yeah, it, it's interesting to think about. I've had, you know, I kind of, I'm working through a lot of it now, actually, because I'm kind of into the spiritual. Not kind of. I'm very into the spiritual <laughs> realm. <laughs> you better be, or else you're going to hell. You're very into exactly. it. I'm not into the Catholic. <laughs> um, but I've gone into, you know, people, some people consider it woo-woo. Um, I'm into a lot of the woo-woo um, esoteric stuff too. But um, the parts I love most are just really about facing your shadows um, and just becoming a better person, um, like that conscious, conscious living. Huh. Um, and, you know, and I'm learning and um, – yeah, we're like, we got way off track here. No, but. well, it's, well, because it kind of connects. And what I was doing in it, my head, yes. I'm, and I'm just kind of thinking like, it, the, the, when you said woo woo, I almost just went like creative or free thinking. And if you think about it, like, mm-hmm. why would you want to go into photography? Well, those kind of people tend to think they can kind of like see stuff and express it, or like they can look at stuff in a different way and have it be cool. Yeah, and, that's, that's, yeah, you know, that's very true. So, right? So then it's like, well, why wouldn't they also be creative and exploratory with um what they feel is their religion or their their source of spiritual strength or however like, you know, you want to put it. Um mm-hmm. But so I don't know what esoteric is. Esoteric? Yeah. Um I think so that's like Baptist? Uh, no, it's it's not a religion. It's um Oh gosh, I should know more. 
See, I just adapt the, <laughs> the words, and then I'm like, wait, what does it actually mean? Um, like, you know, think like astrology. I could, and... Hey, if it makes you feel better, I just tried to Google it with an A, and I believe it's an E. <laughs> it does make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, so it's intended to be understood by only a small number of people with specialized knowledge or interest. Okay. Esoteric. So, yeah, and I guess that, I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me anymore because it is a lot bigger now. Um, yeah, so I guess just yeah. what would your definition of it be? Instead of telling me what it is, what do you okay. what do you take it as? <laughs> I actually recently just started using the term esoteric instead of woo woo, um, <laughs> because so I like there's like me there's a meme out there and I love it. It's like I'm into spiritual shit, <laughs> like right. that is me. Um, and it it's interesting just to kind of trace back to where I get kind of even got into it. Like two years ago, if you would have asked me if I believed in past lives. I would have said no way, you know, oh. like we die, we go to heaven, that kind of stuff. Um, a year ago, I would have, I was just starting to be like, okay, maybe like I'm open to this. And now I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like let's do a past life regre regression. <laughs> oh my God. Past life regression. I'm so interested. So yeah. the only background I have on that is crying my eyes out while I watch a dog's purpose. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. I oh, need Jesus. To. Don't. No, don't. Okay, it, no. All right. It, all, all it'll do is make you hold your child and pet your dog and oh. never want to let go. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's the saddest. Like, just, but basically the dog eventually dies, but then keeps coming back and it tracks okay. and keeps finding this person because its purpose is to kind of like fulfill happiness in this person. So, you know, obviously yeah. it's a kid's dog and then it just keeps coming back through life, blah, blah, blah. Um, But what... What, what made you convinced with this past life exercise? Uh, it, I don't, it's crazy. So it's just like been this kind of like evolution over the past few years for me. Um, like, you know, like I said, I grew up very strict Catholic. Um, and then once for my first two years of college, I continued going to Sunday mass. Like, on my own, I was still going to Sunday Mass. Wow. My parents weren't making me. Like, I was very much into the religion, um, but also for a lot of fear-based reasons. Um, you know, if I don't go to church every week, I'm going to go to hell. Um, and then I transferred schools, and so then I was, like, two hours from home. So I was I didn't have my church around me, um, but then I also started getting I, – I was partying before this, but – Apparently, I partied and was still able to go to church the next morning, um, where when I was at St. Cloud State, I was like, yeah, I'm not getting up and going to church. <laughs> I don't know. Something just shifted. And then I stopped going. I would go if I was home with my parents or for Christmas and stuff. But then it right. also didn't feel right anymore. Um, yeah, well, I think you start to feel kind of like hypocritical, right? Especially yeah. Catholic-wise. Like, you'd be yeah. like, fuck, man, someone's going to know. Like well, as, right. as you soon can't, as you can't go to communion because right. if you go to communion, but you haven't, you've been living these mortal sins or whatever, right. then you're really going. But then if you're not <laughs> taking communion, everybody looks and they're like, oh, exactly. that fucking sinner. Yeah. <laughs> it is the truth. Um, God. Yeah. What a so, conundrum. Jesus. It's yeah. just cool. And then on top it of it, is. they just take money. Right. And then it's like, hey, we're going to make you feel like shit. Please pay us. It's amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> it'll you know it'll take a little bit of your sins away or something right. yeah um and so i distracted yeah, you I, no so yeah, yeah no, you're, you're going to church it's slowly to. going like 
it's slowly yeah. going down as far as the organized. And I guess that's where the esoteric would come into play. Cause if it's a small group of people, it's not, it doesn't have like, it seems like it wouldn't have like a, a set guidelines that people can flock mm-hmm. to. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's kind of all on your own. Right. Um, and you're reading books at this point. You're uh, online, just following weird people. You're staying up late at night, watching TV shows, coming across mm-hmm. this stuff. Like what's not uh, back then, not back then. So back then I've still, I told myself that I still believed in all things Catholic and I would like go to church again someday. <laughs> I kind of was like, I'll go back someday or this will happen. I'll go back. Yeah. Right. Um, and I actually ended up having a kid, you know, out of wedlock. Um, I was actually, I don't know if I should admit this on a podcast, but it, I, it will be public. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, most people know this about me and if not, I don't really care. I actually stayed um, a virgin until I was 24. Oh. And that was a lot. I, and I didn't even, just to me, that was my belief. Um, right. And I had somebody who I was, this is, you know, the, the person who I ended up sleeping with, but they kind of just started questioning me. And not in a bad way, not like a pressure way, but he was the first person that actually was like, well, why do you, you know, why do you believe that? Why are oh. you? And I was like, so that was the devil oh, incarnate. Shit. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. And I, I really sat with it. And I Man. really thought and I was like, well, I'm scared that my parents will find out or I'm scared that I'll get pregnant out of what like right. that I wasn't anything to do with the actual sex. It was all this fear. Man. And then <laughs> And then I was like, well, fuck it. No. <laughs> so so I've, I've got to ask, cause that, that just took my mind to a hundred different places. Yeah, I'm and sure. I didn't, I didn't get to say this before, but there's a very, um, unoffendable, like if I ask a question and you're like, no, bro, you can just be like, fuck no next. Oh, like, I'm good. I'm so anytime, um, that guilt, like just the way you're describing the guilt in your mind on top of just the pressure and awkwardness of losing virginity, like that had to be one of the worst experiences of your life. No, it wasn't. Wow. No. Um, and it wasn't It wasn't like he asked me and we jumped into bed. It was a long process. Like, at that point, we weren't even, like, interested in each other like that. Oh, okay. Um, so he was playing the so, long game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, I, you know, I couldn't be more grateful um, for all of it, actually, because it it's what set me into a whole separate path um it, it was the beginning of the end of a lot and the beginning of a lot of really good things in the long run a lot so, of craziness but right so it was I liberating mean, it changed you, my life yeah yeah so you, losing virginity for you was super liberating as an experience yeah yeah oh. it was and, it, and it, maybe it's not really how i looked at it at the point i mean yeah i guess it was yeah it was just i don't know it was you know, you build up. I mean, 24 years, you build it up. Like, you're like, I'm going to wait till marriage. and it. But then I was also, like, really scared of it at that point. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'll be, and I'm the only person that's a virgin at this point. And, like, um, You really think so, so? Or do you think it's more common than people let on? I don't know. Because I'm thinking back to, like, The Bachelor. Wasn't Colton, I like, was that the, was his big thing? Yeah. Like, and he's like, I'm so scared to admit. And you just really wonder, like is has the societal pressure but was he really a virgin right (laughs) but yeah i don't know i was the only person that i knew um at that point okay like friends anything and i mean unless anybody didn't you know you weren't part of like a facebook group 
like virgins, virgins <laughs> for or something. <laughs> Teen virgins. <laughs> for me, I'm a part of like every Facebook group, so it's <laughs> surprising, I know. Um, but yeah, and so that, you know, in itself was, yeah, it was just kind of the end of the Catholic part. But I still would have said I still, I don't know still had a lot of the fear base. I was like, well, I still believe in most of the Catholic stuff. Right? Um, yeah, well, it's ingrained in you, right? Yeah, I mean, and just... then... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, it's it's your foundation, so it's hard, oh, yeah. you know, to not not find it to have value. And, well, and with so much of it being fear-based, and I was not taught to think for myself. Yeah, right, you know, memorize, we're, routine. Yeah, we're taught to just follow whatever, you know, the priest says, our teachers say, all of it, we're just... We're supposed to be sheep, you know, basically the sheep of Jesus and just follow. Right. So did so, you get to actually like have a nice stretch where you were enjoying pleasure and sex? Or did you wind up like conceiving a kid like that quick and you were like, fuck, karma got me. Right. No, um, no, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, we're going to leave it at that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And so let's see. That was. When, because I had my son when I was, so that was twenty four, and I had my son when I was twenty seven. Okay, yeah, that's a good um, little stretch. I, good little stretch. Yeah, and then his dad, <laughs> I was in a relationship with. Um, we were together, I think, like a year and a half before we got pregnant. Right. Um, and then when I was pregnant, my mom got sick. Um, oh. she, yeah, she got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer actually no i wasn't pregnant yet it was a couple months before i got pregnant oh man so now you've got to you're dealing with that and you've got to do the whole wedlock thing oh yeah or, <laughs> whoa what a mind fuck like right that, dude that had to eat you up it uh, oh so okay so my mom was diagnosed in november and then i got pregnant well, I got pregnant in, like, probably February, and then I found out March. Right. Um, and I found out the day before my 28th birthday. <laughs> my my friends were coming up the next day, and we were going to drink. Right. And I was like, I have a feeling I might not be able to drink. Oh. <laughs> so I took the test, and it was my first ever pregnancy test. Nice. And, and you I passed. was pregnant. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So, um, but I was like... I remember looking at it and I said shit, but I said it with a smile on my face. Like, I just knew that this was going to be the best. I don't know. I was excited. I was really scared. I didn't want to tell my parents. Um, I probably told them, I don't know, I probably, I think I only waited a couple weeks to tell them. And my mom, we were down in St. Paul um, at my mom's, or my mom and dad's. And we were sitting outside, and my dad ran inside, and I had pictures from the ultrasound, the first ultrasound, and I just handed them to my mom. <laughs> you just fucking cold dropped it? I did. I just like, <laughs> and my mom looked at it, she's like, what is this? What is this? And then she's like, no. And I was like, yes. Wow. <laughs> and then my dad comes out, my mom was like, probably like, looked crazy. And then she's like, you're telling him. <laughs> so I had to. And he kind of just walked away. And he went inside, and then he came back out with, like, a glass full of whiskey or something. Oh, dude, I thought you were going to be like, he came out with a gun to say, where's yeah. the motherfucker? <laughs> right? And you're sitting right there, so. Um, yeah. No, he came out with, like, a glass full of whiskey, and then he kind of, he's like, 
Well, cheers to the baby. Oh, see, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the Tim I, like, I know. Wait, what a great guy. No, it's, it's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. And then um, my mom told my grandpa, her dad, and even he, uh, like, I was, you know, I was like, you're going to tell the family because I'm not. <laughs> right. But, um, even he, you know, they kind of, because she called me after and she was like, you know, we really just realize what a blessing this is in this time. Dude, I, so n- number one, if, if you put that with the background of dealing with cancer, I mean, how, is, is there anything else that puts life into more perspective and value? Right. You know, so, yeah. and then the second thing I kind of started thinking was you hear some stories about women who like, and maybe it's more like when they're younger, get pregnant, but the family's like, will fucking disown them. And you're mm. like, Jesus, how could you? It's still yeah. like related to you, right? Like the child's going to be related to you. I, 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 right. I never got that like cold response. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how anybody could do that. Right? But dude, that, that with your family, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I, a glass of whiskey. Yeah. That's, that's classic. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was scared for sure because I didn't know. You know, I knew that they would ultimately, I knew that they'd be there for me. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really just a blessing because my mom, because um, she was diagnosed at November and in January she had her gallbladder, spleen, and pancreas removed. Um, the gallbladder and spleen were kind of just collateral damage of the pancreas. Um, so yeah, so this was only a couple months after that, and then she was doing like chemo still. Um, so. Um, let's see. So yeah, she came up though, um, for labor. She was able to come up. I mean, she had, you know, a walker came at that point and, you know, she's still very weak from everything she was going through, but she was got to be there for it. Um, so that was really special. And then, um, yeah, we would spend weekends together so we were about an hour 45 minutes from them they'd come up and stay at a hotel or we'd go down there so um she got to spend a lot of time she just loved him so much um she would not she would not have even lasted as long as she did if it weren't for me number one being pregnant she almost she almost passed away a month before she got oh wow sepsis twice um and yeah it was like a month beforehand and my dad was like i don't think she's gonna make it She's Jeez, like, I don't, birds. I don't think she's going to make it to, to his birth. Dude, it's, she, it, I'm just like the, the human, sometimes that human will, you know, like the mom who can pick up a car oh, if their baby's trapped or whatever, like the people can really underestimate just desire mm-hmm. and it's physiological impact on the body. Yeah. It, it gave her something to live for. It really did. Oh, dude, that's so awesome that she got I that know. time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so she, yeah, she passed away. He was five months old. Um, we had just been there the day before. She actually had a stroke. I was at my friend's bachelor party, like, or bachelorette party, like, 45 minutes away. And then we came, we were co- planning to come back the next day to hang out again. I mean, so we did go. But, yeah, she ended up, like, having a stroke and then passed away a few days later. And so. does does that experience contribute to you believing in the um, past lives thing? Or were they kind of separate? the time i mean because i that at that point i still at that point it was all heaven um i feel like i actually probably did a lot of spiritual bypassing after she first passed because we all resorted to the she's in heaven now um she's she's and yeah you know she wasn't suffering anymore she was very 
much suffering at the end, but yeah. it was almost like I didn't, I did deal with it, but I was also dealing with some relationship issues. So I just had a lot going on. Um, and yeah, it was, I don't know if that I felt fully dealt with it at the time. Um, so, but yeah, no, at that point it was heaven. It was, you know, she's in heaven. She's with Jesus, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And then, um, so what led you to being that um, strong believer in, um, would I, would I, do I say reincarnation or do I say like, I don't, I don't yeah, even know what the guess. term, okay. Reincarnation guess, or people yeah. have in past <laughs> lives. Know. Yeah. So that's just been the spiritual path for me has really just started in the last couple of years. Um, I don't even know where the past life stuff kind of came from. It kind of just got leaked in <laughs> like right. from, I, I'm a very, um, I listen to all sorts of podcasts, but most of them are spiritual based now. Okay. So they'll have, you know, the one podcast that I listen to a lot is called almost 30. Um, and so they talk about, they have all sorts of different people on they've had mediums on and they've had people that do past life stuff where I've gotten led through their, to people that do it um i don't honestly i can't i might be the twin flame thing twin, twin <laughs> you flame? want to get into that i've never even heard of a twin flame <laughs> yeah this is where it gets <laughs> super woo woo um, um so there's a thing it so actually, it's kind it's of just very eclectic oh no shit i was about to say eclectic i even i already lost the word that's how fucking in- <laughs> esoteric e- esoteric jesus i don't even yeah it's so they say a twin flame, it's, you know how you have soulmates or, you know, they, there's the concept of a soulmate. Okay. Um, so a twin flame is something, and I don't even know how I came across this, um, but a twin flame, they say, is one soul that was split into two. Oh, um, shit. Who does that? And, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Are you just flying too um, high or there's someone that's like, oh, yeah. that's just too much soul for one person. <laughs> exactly. We're going to split you. <laughs> Jesus. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I Twi- came across this term. And so, but what they, I don't even know if they really care about that part of it now. That was how I first came across it. But okay. what it is, is it's this person and you end up coming they say you come together in a lot of past lives, um, but it's really hard for you. The, now it's kind of in the spiritual world, it's kind of a term that's been flying around and people are like, oh, I found my twin flame and it's so awesome. It's not how it, what a twin flame story is. Twin flames are very hard. It's almost impossible. Not almost. It's almost impossible for you to, for the two of them to actually come together. Well, that's fucking Be- cruel. Like, Jesus, you, no wonder the divorce rates are so fucking high, right? They, but you end up mirroring each other. You end up showing each other a lot of shit that you need to fix in yourself. Wait, so do you marry them once out of all your lives, or do you get to marry them every life? No, you you don't even necessarily marry them. It's just somebody. So this person, remember how I said that this one person who ended up being my first? Yeah. Um, asked me that question. Um, that person, I believe, is my twin flame. Oh. Um, and it was a brief thing back then, but we actually came around again. Um, and it was a lot more intense that time. And that's when I came across this term twin flame. Um, but it's one person is kind of a runner, um, but you, it's not typically a healthy relationship. 
Um, you know, one person is maybe chasing them, trying to get the runner to come back all the time. But it's very intense, and there's this, like, deep love there, and it's, like, this soul connection kind of thing. So then why is it unhealthy? Because you're showing each other things that you don't want to face in yourself. Uh, It doesn't have to be unhealthy. The best ones, when you can come together and learn to face your shadows, then you kind of rise together. But because it is so intense and you're showing, um, like, it's like you're looking in a mirror sometimes. Um, It's really hard. It's it's a very out there thing, so it's really it's hard to explain fully. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> I think you're fucking killing it. I've never heard okay. of it, and I'm starting to get a concept. I'm like, huh? Like, and not everyone deals with it or sees it. Um, I've heard from I, I think it was Phil Good. He's a very out there person. Um, out there. That's just my term. I, I don't mean I don't mean that in a you're, bad you're way. A border, or, that's I don't even. It's not racist, but what is it? <laughs> You're just, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're a locationist. Everyone's out there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, Phil Good, he, I think he said the reason so many people are finding or coming across Twin Flames is because there is this collective awakening happening right now. Um, If you start digging into like the spiritual stuff or like start looking, you'll see how, how much is out there. Like there's a ton of people, like the yoga, yoga is a big part of spirituality. Like, look at how big yoga is. Yeah, see, I've never understood that, and I guess I just don't do yoga right. Because, like, people are like, you need to meditate and focus on your breathing. And I'm like... Yeah, that's a big part Yeah, right, right? But I'm like, I, I, I guess I don't get the connection <laughs> to... I get the whole, like, clear your head to feel something, I guess, is a spirituality. Because if you're constantly distracted, you're not feeling what's around you. You're feeling what's being put or what's outside of you. Mm-hmm. Am, am I, like, is that kind of even decently close? Yeah, well, that, I mean, feeling your emotions is uh, just a huge part. And that's, I think, you know, there's huge focus on mental health right now. And a lot of that plays into this spiritual, you know, the things that I don't, it's hard to even say like spiritual because I, I'm so beyond it being like a religious kind of thing now. It's for me, it's just a way of living. Right. It's feeling your emotions. It's not shoving shit down. It's facing you know, what you need to face. Um, yeah. See, like, like I, I, like I, it's funny that to me, like that's an awakening. I've always, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've never like really done a deep dive into my own emotions, but I feel like I'm always pretty aware of what I'm feeling and why. And I feel like mm-hmm. I deal with that and just, you know, just in life. I feel like that's actually life. Right. It's funny you bring that up. Cause actually there is so much talk right now about not feeling your emotions. Um, you know, people, and a lot of us do, we check out, um, you know, people might drink or do drugs or scrolling on their phone or binge watching Netflix. Um, and, but it's all about, yeah. And so there's all this talk about feeling emotions, but I'm like, well, wait, but I do, but now how do I know? Do I feel my emotions or not? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's just like questioning. And there are things that I don't feel. There are things I will zone out out to or you know even I noticed with my son um he already he's only four and he doesn't those harder emotions are hard for him to like deal with and I'm like wait where are you picking this up from because I'm not enforcing that you can't cry and you know like a lot of us um when we were kids we were told we couldn't cry we couldn't we couldn't I was I was a crybaby when I was younger 
I was. I was such a crybaby. And, and I, you know, I would show my emotions when I was upset or sad or hurt, but I always got told to stop crying. Or, Interesting. I, and so I've learned to shut my emotions off and so now i am actually just coming back around and i'm like somebody help me cry <laughs> so like but so and that's interesting because i look at like crying and i'm like crying is the the body's physical reaction to the emotion so like you can mm -hmm. still have the emotion it's more like you just don't want to express it yeah but then if you're not expressing it are you experiencing it? actually dealing with it yeah right yeah 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 i yeah. don't i don't know it's yeah, because I, um, part of all this spirituality stuff, breath work is something that I'm into. And there's different kinds of breath work, um, but I follow a few different breath work facilitators. And so I was on one recently, and I actually was able to cry. Like all these emotions from my mom dying came up oh, wow. while I was in it. And I was like, I was there. Like I could actually, like, I could feel like my mom's presence with me. And I was like crying. I was like, I'm sorry. I wasn't there more. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I was, but you know, I was just yeah, like yeah. all these emotions that I just kind of shoved down and didn't really deal with. So breath yeah, works just like a, a breathing pattern for a, a certain amount of time in order to like get you to dive deeper into yourself. Yeah. There's some, there's some different techniques. The one that I was doing at that point, it's you do a belly breath and a chest breath. So belly, chest, breathe out. And it's all through your mouth. So <gasps> So, <laughs> so you're I, doing it you're in it for like i mean you can do it for short minutes. i've done short ones like seven minutes this one was probably 30 minutes i'm literally here trying to contract my belly and my chest <laughs> and i'm like i no, you can't wanna, don't contract it like breathe into your belly and then into your chest and then out your mouth yes yeah see, i can't tell if it's a belly breath or a chest breath well That's... does your belly go out when you do it <laughs> is that the indicator yeah yeah, fill up your belly, then okay. fill up your chest, I'm and then breathe out. It. I'll lie and I'm say I'm starting to feel it, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to give that a chance. Like in 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 a quiet, very private moment, I'll sit there and right? try to belly breathe and um, chest breathe. I've never heard of that either. Yeah, breath work is huge. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, I was able to cry. Um, another side note, I mentioned astrology is something that I'm really into, and I just had my first like birth chart read. Do you know anything about astrology? Um, I, I think I know cancer just because of me, I guess my own. You're a cancer. Your sun sign is. Yeah, I, is that astrology if it's a sun <laughs> yes. sign? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so but the, nothing, nothing else nothing um, outside else? of the like birthstone color being red. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's connects. not astrology. <laughs> I don't know. If, that's just, yeah. Well, it's yeah, because it's associated with. Um, but yeah, so. When you were born, every planet, the sun, so the sun was in Cancer. That's a zodiac sign. Well, you're, the moon was also in a sign at that point. Venus was, Jupiter was. All the planets and asteroids were in a sign, and they all play into who you are. Right. So it is so much deeper than just, like, your sun or the horoscope you go read in, like, a teen magazine. <laughs> it is so deep so like the sun is kind of like your personality and like your ego your moon where your moon was is like kind of how you your emotions your inner um and then you have your right okay that's a lot so there's a, so much to no, it no don't it stop dude I'm, so I'm li i wasn't zoning out i was like sitting there trying <laughs> no, to like i'm just like okay i'm 
probably listen. No, 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 not at all. Jesus, sun, personality, moon, emotions. Like I'm interested by the time you get to Pluto, like what part of me, (laughs) is that like my hairline? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Pluto is like death, um, rebirth, death, destruction, rebirth. We have a lot of Pluto energy in the world right now. What's what's happening right now? Um, Pluto and Jupiter. Or no, Pluto Saturn. Pluto Saturn um, met up in January, and that's actually a big thing. Of like, astrology shows that this was going to happen. Like something was going to happen. Gotcha. Yeah, very. So how often? How often do Pluto and Jupiter meet up? Um, not often. And then the sign they met in Capricorn, and that only happens. I feel like it was like hundreds of years since. Probably nineteen. Probably nineteen seventeen. No, dude, it was hundred years because that was the Spanish flu, right? Nineteen seventeen. <laughs> no, but something did happen astrolo- um, astrologically then too. I think. Yeah, I wonder if it was the Spanish flu. I was being serious. Like shit. I can't. That would I be. can't remember if it was. I'm not an astrologer, but I follow it and I'm trying. I'm like learning, so yeah. I'm not like the perfect person to ask all the questions. But you're the perfect one for me. Yeah. Exactly. Twin flame podcast twin flame let's fucking get you're it you're like you're like what did we get into today dude this is exactly I what i needed i told you i'm random um, yeah, but so, yeah so um well what role does that play have, in your life the astrology so, oh a lot so um you also have a rising sign so it's whatever i have a hard time like explain or even like understanding for myself you have a rising sign and it's something about what zodiac was on the horizon i think um i could be wrong but mine is capricorn and i also have a bunch of other planets in capricorn and capricorn is a very um like ceo boss we're gonna work really hard vibe and we're not gonna show any emotions okay so then as a child i was always told i couldn't show emotions and now i learned that so i've kind of like as an adult i've shut off a lot of my emotions um and so (laughs) now i have all like then i find out i have all this capricorn in my chart which makes it really hard to show emotions so it's interesting too um i did a birth chart i got my birth chart read about a year ago for the first time and i've never felt more seen in my life more seen as in yeah i was like like she she i mean to do a fully deep dive like i mean it could take forever um for you to like truly understand everything in your chart because it's just the, there's planet or there's planets there's houses there's aspects there's all this stuff to it it's like a science i mean some people do consider it a science right and why is that so i don't want to say like fulfilling meaningful why is that so meaningful to you to like get this answer mm-hmm. of like oh shit that's my that's the reason why i don't i don't express these emotions because i'm a capricorn yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, I mean, just for me, it gave me kind of validation on who I am and why I feel things oh. a certain way. So then I was, now I'm able to, so what I do with astrology, um, my what I love about it is that you get to take astrology and not be like, oh, well, I am an Aries. So I'm bossy, and that's just who I am. And you get to be like, a bitch. It's like a free license exactly. to be a bitch. <laughs> just like, and that's – no, that's – but that's what a lot of people Pisces, do. They use, motherfucker. They use it as validation <laughs> to, like, stay the way they are. I okay. use it as a framework to not fix, but, like, evolve myself. 
like, oh, I have all this Capricorn energy, so I can really lean into that to, like, do what I want to do to work hard. But it all it also shows me that I have to work a little harder on my emotions, that, it, you know, I, this might be playing into this. Um, so, yeah, I use it as a framework to just kind of work on myself because there's um, each zodiac sign, there's highs, there's a high vibration, there's a low vibration. Well, let me so ask you, you this because it, it's kind of true. So if you are a Capricorn and the Capricorn is supposed to be pretty emotional-less, mm-hmm. why are you fighting it? Why not just be fucking cold? <laughs> if like, I don't if, want to be cold. Right? So no, I guess what I'm getting at is it's interesting to me that like if your if your sign is this you were made this way right like or to experience this but like something else in you is like that shit ain't right i'm trying to embrace these emotions have you ever right. thought well, like so, why is that like why the tug yeah I, well no i haven't now but <laughs> um, <laughs> so well like so there's the high vibrations and the low vibrations so like not showing emotions would be a lower vibration. So you don't want to sit in a low vibration. Um, You know, and sometimes we get, sometimes it's just easier to go low than it is to go high. Um, And I mean, I always just want to, I just always strive to be a better version of myself. Always. Um, Like I am not who I was last year. I'm not who I was five years ago or 10 years ago. And that's why like, if anyone that knows me is, from the past is listening to this podcast, they're going to be like, who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still me. I'm right. just, you know, and yeah, so, but, I, yeah, so I like just... some people get kind of weirded out about that. The whole, um, and it's, I guess it is a judgment, but like motherfucker, like people can't change. Like it's, yeah. a, it's okay for you to get in stuff. I know like when you're a kid, you get teased like, Oh man, you're a skater. Now you're acting like a wigger or whatever, but like it's, you get into stuff. And it becomes part yeah, of you and you think and you feel like what fulfills you and what makes you happy. And you kind of keep that stuff around. And if other stuff doesn't, you tend to like kick it. Yeah. I don't yeah. think, I don't Sorry. think that's anything wrong with it. No, I don't either. I, I love it. I mean, I think we should all, I, I don't understand how people can stay the same. Yeah. My, right? my son just snuck in here with his tablet. Good for him. So now there's a tablet on, in here. So forest. I'm going to go grab his headphones quick. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> if you need a minute, it's fine. I can just like, I can edit stuff out, man. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. She came in with a sword and in his underwear too. So that's how we're living these days in case you wanted a visual. <laughs> As, dude, it is scary times. You don't want it. Like people just like you not wanting to admit virginity. We're going to come. <laughs> we're going to come out of this and people are not going to want to admit what they've been fucking doing for oh, 40, right? 50 days. Can you imagine if, like, somehow someone got a hold of everyone's, like, search histories? (laughs) Especially during these times? Whoa. Mine would be, like, meditation 10 of the day. No, (laughs) not lying, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a weird, weird time right now. Yeah, but it's almost kind of like what you're getting in with the introspection. It's kind Mm -hmm. of allowing people to slow the fuck down and think about what they... What, what they want, what they value, right? That is what it's for. Oh. That, oh. that is what this is for. I mean. I like it. Go there. I, <laughs> um, And I don't. So there's. I've been reading a lot because I follow a lot of spiritual people. But I'm also staying up, you know, to date with 
what's going on with the virus and everything. And I don't want, like, because there are people spiritually bypassing, you know, where they're not really, I don't I don't want to speak on that. But I do think that people should be taking this as a time. Um, and a lot of people do say in the spiritual realm, like, this is what it's for. It's a, it's a reset. Let's look at what's going wrong. Um, that's where that astrology stuff comes in. Right. Um, a lot of, in the past, when a lot of these other planets interacted with each other like they are now, a lot of really good stuff happened afterwards. Um, well, like something... you burn forests, and then all of a sudden they fucking flourish, right? Yeah. Like controlled burns. Like it's just growth reaches a certain point where it's terrible. And we're a capitalistic place, and it, we're programmed to fucking grow and consume. And that you can't do it all the time. Right. Yeah. And it, it's just this big pause right now. And so people should be taking this time to go inward and figure out what works in your life, what doesn't. I mean, if you are just going to take this time and numb out. Now, people do need the rest also. People, there's going to be people that just need to numb out for a little bit. Right. But then hopefully that they also come back and you know, look at what's going on, like what's working in your life. What's not, um, you know, what can you let go of how, you know, look at the world. Like I, I said before it got like really big, I'm like, well, the world is overpopulated. <laughs> this is just the world's way of getting rid of us now. Dude, I mean, I, I kind of said it as a joke, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Th no, I mean, there's something to, um, if you're, if again, you just go like spirituality, right? Like there's what if the earth actually has feelings and what if the <laughs> earth knows you're fucking me up, man. Some of the craziest shit early on with this like global warming that's happening and mm -hmm. the fucking ice caps melting is like photos of look, China, you just stayed inside for two weeks and look how much shit went away, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And, know, and it reminded me of like Mark Wahlberg's movie, um, the happening, I guess it was like, an oh, yeah. Shamla, where like nature just started making people kill themselves. Right. When you were close and it basically was like nature being like, calm the fuck down with yeah. you ruining me. Uh -huh. Well, you know, I keep saying and I probably saw this somewhere, but it's like the earth doesn't need us. We need the earth. Dude, that's profound as hell. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right? Like we don't the earth doesn't need us. The earth is going to survive whether or not we're here. Yeah. We need the earth to survive. Yeah. God, imagine if that if, if earth was just like fuck you go to, go enjoy mars bitch and right. come back and come back and appreciate me in a couple years exactly and wow. it's just i mean you know like we're in minnesota or i am and i am too we, or at least my, <laughs> my, my spirit animal is yeah <laughs> am i your spirit animal no. <laughs> but we live for our summers. Our winters are brutal. Right. I mean, this this winter wasn't so bad. Um, but last winter, we had the polar vortex, you know. It was like negative 60 degrees. God. And we live for our summers. Now, Minneapolis, they already announced that they're keeping beaches and public pools and everything closed for the summer. No way. Yeah. And they, oh. I mean, it was like April 2nd when they announced it. It's two months before any of that stuff opens. So in wow. my opinion, it was very premature. premature. Fuck yeah. But I guess they're trying to like save people from, is it touristy where like people are booking and making plans? 
or is it just yeah, like the locals know, who are already around do you know what i'm I saying mean, we just live for the summer i mean i'm sure people come and visit too but i mean we just that's what we live for here because we get like four nice months right <laughs> a year and so it's like so now whenever it's nice out like my son and i we go hiking we live in an apartment so all i have is a balcony oh lord yeah and so it's like oh, and lord. my son's name is forrest <laughs> we love the outdoors and so like we take i took a blanket and a bag and books and stuff and we went and uh we went to a trail and then i found a little spot off the trail yesterday and last week so we can be outside and enjoy it i sit out on my balcony like all the time dude i could not imagine having a four-year-old boy pent up in a fucking apartment and like it's... day on day just being like jesus i'm gonna wake up to this <laughs> yeah it is it's rough and it's i was so looking forward to summer and now minneapolis i'm just i'm like 10 minutes outside of minneapolis i'm still in the cities and so i wonder you know i'm waiting to see what happens if other cities are gonna be closing things or not or what's gonna happen um but it it is it's we need to appreciate the earth and this is a time to stop and think like i am nowhere near perfect like I know I need to cut down on plastic and, Holy you know, shit. all this I, stuff. Dude, I was it's... about to say, I've never realized how much trash I can fucking produce. Yeah. As just when you're in your house and you're like, whoa, I, like, I'm going through that much. I'm making that much garbage? That's not right. Yeah. That shouldn't be. Yeah, it's crazy. And so it's, I mean, there's so much we can do. And that's that's the other thing is it can be very overwhelming to, I mean, there's, I mean, there's your skin products. What are you putting on your skin? That stuff is toxic. Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's so many places you can go with it that's hurting the earth. And so whether it's even eating meatless once a week or, you know, I'm not vegan. I've been eating more vegan or plant-based. Um, but it's like I use too much plastic. But I know and I know I need to fix it. And my big thing is my son is four. I know I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know that a big part of my purpose is helping his generation um, figure that out. And con- it all comes back to con- living consciously. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I know, but I'm just learning it. And that's a big reason I pl- I'm going to start a podcast <laughs> and saying it for a while, but, um, and, it, and it, my, it's going to be my journey and it's going to be me learning and then just sharing what I learned, you know? Yeah. Well, there's, uh, again, it's it. People don't um, they'll like and and it's part of why I love podcasts and I get teased for it a little bit, but I, I can jam to music right. Like I'm good mm-hmm. if I'm going to the store, hit up a song or two, but if I'm going on like a long drive, man, I'm I'm not trying to fucking have a three hour playlist of music that's mm-hmm. like three minutes a clip. I'm not trying to like experience the emotion like that, right? Yeah, but right. What I love about podcasts is it's meant for thought, and so many people on social media are meant like it shit's meant for like view it's not meant for interaction even though it's supposed to be interactive you're just scrolling passively over and it's having Mm. no no impact on your life no no help no like it's no purpose to you yeah but the save button yeah right i save everything do i ever go back and look at it rarely (laughs) no doubt no doubt right it's the hoarder mentality but with podcasts you get to get so much insight and perspective into different shit and like if people and especially now, like hopefully people can find the time that you find unlike you and like you individuals who speak and you just listen to them. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's I don't know, like to me, it's always it's always made me feel better to listen to other people talk. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that I a cancer it. thing? Is that part of my astrology? I don't know cancer that well. They're very 
Yeah, probably. They're very nurturing. Okay. Wow. Good for me. Um, cancer is like one of the signs that I don't know a lot about. Family. Um, yeah. I got to brush up on my cancer. I don't have any cancer. In, I mean, we all have some in our chart, but like I don't have any planets in that sign. So. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> um, was... Man, so I'm still tripping on twin flames and past <laughs> life people. So let me ask you this. Do you think you have met someone in this life that you have known in a past life? Oh, yeah. No. Yes. Dude, you're saying it with that much confidence. I absolutely have. So you think our life circles are like that closed? We have soul groups. Shut I am... the fuck up. Yeah. Um. I can give you some books to read. I listen to these books. Um, You're going to make me freak out if you do that. I don't, I, I'm, wow. <laughs> so um, a soul and group. I'm not saying that everybody that you meet is in your group or your family isn't always your family. Um, but typically a lot of, you reincarnate with the same people. Um, but it might just be a friend, a close friend. Maybe it was your husband or your wife in a past life or a sibling or just, yeah, the, so there's soul groups, there's soul families. Um, I'm trying to think. Is it like a set number, like 25 people? No. Or what makes it a soul group? Like what started the soul group? So let's see. The book that I listened to was called, oh gosh. I love that. Blanking. Name. The book that I listened to. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I So I'm a book addict and I love having a physical book right. but i realize that nonfiction, i can't i have a really hard time reading nonfiction in a physical form yeah but i can listen to it um, interesting yeah so i have like i don't even know how many books i've listened to in the last year that's been insane um shoot what is it called Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. I'm trying okay. to look it up. A lot of pressure. Um, I've never, literally never heard of a soul group. And I was like, that, that kind of wigs me out that like, it, it reminds me of like nothing new under the sun. And you're like, holy shit, dude. What if like <laughs> the fucking argument or the friendship, like you've already, the reason you're having that friendship is because you've always had that friendship. <laughs> well, you have, you have soul contracts. Um, so sometimes the person in your, um, because we, of course, we have free will, and it's not like you go into it and you're, you know, you know that this is going to happen. You have free will, and you get to decide, but you'll go in with lessons you have to learn. Um, there's there's a lot of it out there. I don't, I'm still wrapping my head around it all. A fucking um, quest. It's a quest. Wow. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so you can break away. What happens to you if you break away from your soul group? You just feel lonely and oh, I have empty? I no idea. Probably. Actually, yeah, probably. Because um, this person, oh my gosh, what is his name? Okay, Michael Newton. Um, so he was uh, or is a hypnotherapist. Oh, that um, shit scares me. And I think, well, no, it's, that's another thing we could get into. Um. <laughs> but he um he was doing these i don't know how i can't remember how he started he talks about it in his first book um this sorry it's all right man dude it's okay. a lot i'm just hitting you with i'm, I'm basically asking you to explain everything spiritual right. in the universe 
<laughs> and I, I gave you no prep with it either. I was like, no, just tell me a story about your life. And it's like, no, I need you to help me find my soul group. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but I, it's good practice for me. I am, I'm very new to this. Like there are people that will sit and tell you, I'm like, no, this is just what I've learned. And this is the books I've read on it. Yeah. Like, let's talk about it. Um, so the first book is called journey of souls. And it's a case, it's case studies of life between lives. And what he did is he was a hypnotherapist and he found that, I don't know, however he was doing it, he found out that he could regress people back to a past life. So I think it's... Holy shit. So somewhere in your mind, you fucking know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why we can only use 10% of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 90% is all your, your soul, your soul thoughts Holy and memories oh interesting no yeah keep going so what what happened um, the dude's hip you're getting so hypnotized I, think, and? I don't know if it was the first lady um but i one part i remember is this lady came to him and she was just so lonely in this life and he did the past life regression and she was like all of a sudden she's like oh my gosh i missed you guys i missed you i missed you and it was like this soul family and I can't, honestly, I can't remember what happened with her story, like, if they weren't in her current life right now. Um, But, yeah, like, so she wasn't connecting with her soul people or something, so she didn't feel, like, fully fulfilled. Like Yearning. It it explains yearning. That shit just hit me. Like, the the emotion of yearning is is odd, right? Like, why do you want Mm -hmm. what you want? You know, like, some people say marketing, oh, I want to have cool shoes because I see cool kids wearing them, whatever. Like, but there... I think everyone has desires and it's like, Mm -hmm. why, why is my desire different than yours? And it seems like this is like helping people to deal with that. And sometimes it can be weird. Like you're like, why, Mm -hmm. why do I want that? Yeah. And the soul yearning for your soul (laughs) groups and your spirit and your flame. Twin flame, flame, twin, twin flame, twin Twin flame. flame. Shit. I should be writing this down, dude. I'm going to (laughs) be, You can go back and take notes. No doubt. And just fucking Google. That'll be, I'll come out as Yeah, a, I'll give you, just hit me up. I'll give you all the resources. That I am so about, like, resources and sharing resources. Right. You Like, you tell me something, I'll tell you what book to read. I'll tell you whose podcast to listen to or who to follow yeah. on Instagram. Like, I a need maven. to figure out how I can create a business around I'm that. I'm almost <laughs> positive that's a maven. Let me Google another word. I think you're right. I'm going to be so fucking impressed with myself if I'm using that right. Because I thought a maven was something that like loved to be like a social um, hub, but doesn't do it for the power. Does it for like the genuine? I'm just trying to get shit out to people. I think so. And isn't that? I feel like I just listened to a podcast that was talking about a book that goes through all of that. Trusted expert in a particular field who seeks to pass timely and relevant knowledge hmm. onto others in the respective field. Well, that makes then my me... my expertise is just the resources in general. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm. I always say like that's that's a huge part of me. Like haven't I haven't started my podcast or anything because I feel like I am not an expert in anything, but I love to explore it all. I don't think anyone's ever. I think expertise I know, is a fallacy. True. Like the whole fucking. That is very like, true. You should always be learning. Once you're an expert, you yes. then you're fully yourself, and you're fucking nobody can tell you anything. No. Yeah, go, go learn. There's no way to be. Dude, work yeah. the word Maven into your podcast name. That that would be kind of cool. Oh, I should. Astrologer hmm. Maven, astrological. I don't, I'll, I'll let I'll let you brainstorm that out. Yeah. Sounds Eso, good. The esoteric Maven. Wow. Maybe. That'd be a pretty good handle, actually. 
the woo-woo maven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that doesn't flow as The well. maven of woo-woo. And now you're like, <laughs> kind of sounds like mayor. <laughs> yeah. There'd be a lot of good theme music you could go with the woo-woo. <laughs> Sound bites. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, yeah, I'll help with the marketing. I got it all. It's all perfect. in my head. Perfect. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, back to like the past life stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, I, I need to know this. Who Like your mailman? A, a grocery I clerk? Mean, never have you ever, I mean, have you ever met somebody and you just, there's just this feeling that you truly know them? I, 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 I will honestly say, I don't know. And I, that makes really? me feel like a shallow person now. Hmm. I'm not saying no, that No, I don't I think haven't. that makes you shallow. I just, I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like I get it a lot, but I've also over the years, not in the past, more in like recent years. So I, and, well, no, I, I will say this. Um, so I wonder, and I don't know if like these podcasts are good or whatever, um, but I've always have, and I was a server, so like a bartender and um, I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've always had a pretty easy time of hopefully making people feel comfortable and then just listening and relating to them. So I don't know if that is part of it if maybe you could connect it in that way where some people feel awkward as hell like dude you're really gonna just message people ask them to share a story <laughs> and the first time you fucking talk to them you're just gonna talk i'm like yeah why like that's like why why can't that be fun right and so maybe that's something maybe everyone i'm yeah. talking to are my soul mates my soul maybe. group it definitely could be i think once you are on um, kind of like your soul path or like your purpose, you're following your purpose or what lights you up. I think the people that you're meant to connect with are going to come into your life for sure, whether they're part of your soul group or not. So um, who have you met where you've had that feeling? Well, I mean, my twin flame. Yeah. There was this, just from the beginning, there was um, this connection there like I couldn't I couldn't explain it like because he was asking me all these deep questions and like normally I would just like close up like and I mean I was but I I was like open to talking like I don't know we just like I just like opened my soul there to him and I didn't really know why and then um it was there was just like this connection there and then again like when we, because we came back around again, and it was just this soul. And I hit, so we were, I don't know, we were in one of those like relationships that weren't actually a relationship relationship. Like the friends with benefits relationship? But like, or the... but like we're on track to maybe have a relationship or oh, wow. we're not really seeing anybody else, but I don't know. It was a relationship of uh, um, convenience. I mean, but it was, but it had depth to it i don't it i don't know how to explain it (laughs) but um he's not he was not into like the woo woo stuff at all like the spiritual stuff but then like there were tidbits there were things he had like that spark so i would bring something up and he'd be like no 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 and then like a couple days later he'd be like yeah actually (laughs) like he's like yeah i actually like thought about it you opened my mind to a lot of things so I brought up the twin flame thing one day after like a bottle of wine. There it is. Because <laughs> I was like, I cannot do this sober. Wow. Red, <laughs> and, red wine? 
Um, no, I think it was like Moscato or something. Oh, yeah, you took the cheap so. way out. Come on, girl. If you want to get deep, you got to go red. <laughs> you got to go yeah. red, and don't 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 punk out with a blend. Go go like a whole, okay. like, like like a Shiraz, something well, with some you... like earth in it. That's now I'm not burnt. even drinking, and this it does me no good now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I was like, I don't know. Cause I also Why were you talking. so nervous about it? You felt like the judgment to come along with it. You thought he would just like beat the idea down and it would like deflate you or what? Because a lot of it was emotions, which I don't like to do emotions. I don't like to show my emotions until I know my emotions are reciprocated <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind okay. of thing. I, that was actually like a realization I had like yesterday. Um, yeah. I will, I feel deeply and I love deeply, but I have a hard time telling somebody that until I know that they're gonna, like, they also feel that way about me. Rejection, abandonment issues, which also come from past lives, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I got drunk and then I, oh gosh, now I have to get into this story. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so I was researching Twin Flames. And I, oh gosh, this crying is the story. whole time, <laughs> crying the whole time. No, not crying because I have so much Capricorn in uh, my chart. <laughs> that's true. Crying on the inside. Swelling. You're just swelling. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came across an article and it was this lady who, you know, twin flame, but she said to, you know, to really, you know, there's t twin flame tests out there like oh, if you have, like, all these things you can check these off, it's probably your twin flame. And the article's like, there's no true way. It's all, you know, it's it's a spiritual thing. It's just, like, no one can truly prove that there's a heaven or a hell or that there's not, that there's reincarnation. You know, it's all just that. It's a belief. Faith. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, so, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things you can't prove. You can't take a test and find out if it's a twin flame, but she said. But you're writing ask. down all the questions and getting ready to ask this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking them. And, yeah. uh, but she said what you want, like what you should do. And she told her story is ask the universe to give you a sign. So it was oh. like ask the universe to give you, come up with a sign and ask for that sign to appear three times within 24 hours. And then ding, 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 your DM's just blowing up. Yeah. Well, then I was like, nope, not half. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I was like, I don't want to be told no after I've already decided I believe this. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't want to, like, be proven wrong because I was, like, so dead set on, you know, and that's another reason toxic or the twin flame thing can be toxic is because, like, you love the person so deeply, but it's proud, you know, if it's not a great relationship, you might hang on to it longer. Huh. Um, but you're, cause you're like, they're my twin flame. Like we've had, you know, there's just that deep connection. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to do, I don't, I was like, I want to know, but I do know, like I knew deep down, but I was like, well, I still want to kind of, what sign so were I, you going to ask for? Oh gosh, this is Come where on, it dude. gets bad. Say it. What <laughs> sign were you going to ask for? Oh, so weird. <laughs> okay. So I also couldn't come up with like a super specific, but it said, the article, she said, if you can think of something that's, like, relevant to both of you. <laughs> okay. Come on. So <laughs> come on. Dude, I'm dying to know. Like, so you need a you need a connection, something connects to, like, something to drop out of the sky, like, to see three people wearing the color blue, so um, advertisements we, for Cancun. Come on, man. We both, 
really like Justin Bieber and Usher. Yes. So, and I was like, okay, I only have like one Usher. I was using Spotify for music. Okay. And I was like, I think I only have like one Usher song saved and I haven't really been listening to other, like I was kind of just listening to my liked songs. Okay. So I was like, so I'm probably, you know, it's not just going to come up and if, you know, it comes up once, like, and then like, we always had off of music in our office at work where I was working. Um, but there had, it hadn't been anything like that kind of music, no pop or anything. And so I like laid in bed that night and I was like, all right, universe. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, if this person is my twin flame, give me three signs that has to do with Justin Bieber or Usher in the next 24 hours. Whoa. And so I left it at that. And then I uh, go to work the next day. And, you know, like, I'm kind of thinking of it, but I'm not going to sit there and, like, search for the signs. Like, I'm not, like, that's not the point of it. Yeah, I didn't right? want to go out. It's got to come to you. You can't go right? to I'm it. not going to Google something that's going to connect, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then um, all of a sudden the radio station happens to be more pop music. And I was like, wait, we haven't had this music for months here. And... I can't one one of them came on. I think it was an Usher song. And no, dude, stay at that one. So the Usher comes on and you go, "Holy shit." Or you're like, "Two more. Two more. Motherfucker, no, two more. Motherfucker, I, two more." I was like, "Oh, I can't." I was like, "Are you serious?" And okay, so I I actually okay. <laughs> I wrote this in a draft email that day. So I just pulled it up because I was like, there's I just had to keep track of it. So I walk into work, and Usher's song, Caught Up, came on. And I was like, all right, this is a coincidence. Like, like there's, no, okay. I was like, you know, and I even, like, in my mind, I was like, that's just a coincidence. And then uh-huh. that afternoon, um, one of Justin Bieber's song came on. Oh, shit, and now you check the watch, and you're like, how much more time do I got? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was like, I was just like, on high, you know, that high alert. I was like no way i was like but please universe like keep the signs coming yeah right (laughs) um and then a song came on and it was let me love you um by neo but i couldn't remember who sang it fucking usher knockoff yeah and i was like (laughs) and i was like because it sounds kind of like usher and i was like okay but it's not but i googled it um and i googled so I, I Googled, let me love you. Well, Justin Bieber has a freaking song called let me love you. So that pops up on Google. Oh. And I was like, okay, that doesn't, I was like, I was like, okay, well that's kind of three, but that doesn't really count. Does it? 2.5. 2.5. And I was like, that's, uh, I was like, so I kind of, I was like, all right, universe, I need another sign. So baby by Justin Bieber comes on right after that. Like, that's no. when I started writing down the signs. Like keeping track of it all, and then right. ba- as I'm typing, "Baby" by Justin Bieber came on. Oh shit! I'm like, oh, okay. And then the next song was "One Time" by Justin Bieber. Oh snap! And then another Neo song came on, which was just oh, and it was called "Miss Independent." And I was like, okay, so that's my sign <laughs> that I'm supposed to be independent right now. <laughs> and then um, this yeah, had to be you your least, it. dude. This had to be your least productive day at work ever. Oh. Every day was. <laughs> We're not going to get into that job. Uh, that, was a, that was a rough job. Uh, 
probably the best day at the job. Oh, there you go. Jesus. <laughs> and then, so, and then right after Neo song, then You Got It Bad by Usher, followed by Burn by Usher. Floodgates. I was like, like, seriously. And it was just like one after the other after the other. Like, they, no, like, I think they were playing Pandora, but like, they don't typically have yeah. two songs by the same artist right yeah, in yeah. a row. Right. I was like, so that was like my, okay, this is my twin, like, I don't know. Like, I actually got my sign, which was, just blew my mind. Where were you guys relationship-wise at this point? This was, I mean, we were just, we never ended up making it official. Okay. Um, Yeah. That, you know, there was ghosting involved. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, and we were on track in my eyes i feel like there's there was maybe i don't know i, I don't know i can't i can't speak for his side of what all was going on gotcha um, but you know i don't i don't want to speak badly or not even badly but i don't yeah speak about somebody else's know. stuff i get it i get yeah. it man that's fine um in my eyes and what i was told um you know we were moving in a in a in the direction of becoming being in a relationship um, he was someone, he told me that, um, never wanted to get, never made it official unless like he was like 100% all in knew it was like the real deal kind of thing. Um, so and I was like, okay, well, what are you waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> so that it was, there was just a lot of shit there. Um, gotcha. which where you can see the toxic plays in because like that should have been my sign to like, just be like, all right, I can't continue doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, but if you're meant uh, to reunite with it, that's kind of fucked up. Like, like, don't you think just on a principle? Like, why would your twin flame have any sort of negativity if you're supposed to be with that? Well, that's – so the twin flame is more to teach you lessons. Oh, so in my – looking back, some of my lessons were about my self-worth. Got you. Um, standing up for myself. Um, so it's not a mate thing. Yeah, it's not. I mean, when you can. And so in some things that I read, they say that it takes lifetimes for you to actually fully come together. Um, Or right now with there's with this awakening, it just really takes you both being conscious and working through the things together, not really separating and running or that kind of stuff. Like you really have to own up to all your own shit. Huh? So. Yeah so, but yeah, so I got drunk, and I told him all of this. Nice. And showed him the email? You were like, Mulferry, I know you I don't believe I was reading me. it off. <laughs> I was reading I was like, oh, right. And I was like, this is the time I wrote down, like, at 2.59. Oh. And he's like, so you believe because some songs played that were twin plays? I'm like, nice. Yes. <laughs> and I cried. Because <laughs> when I drink, which I don't right now, I went on the Sober Curious train for five months now. Good for you. Um, but I'm, when I drink, I'm, I'm going cry. on five hours. So appreciate oh, nice. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know this quarantine is like, it's not actually, it's not testing me cause I'm over that. Um, yeah, I just kind of decided five months ago that I was just going to see what it would be like to be sober. Yeah. And I just kind of like, it's kind of a competition with myself. Right. So, and now I just don't mind it. Now yeah. I like it, so. Well, I mean, you get to a point where you just get a new normal, right? Like mm-hmm. they've been saying about Corona and it's like, if you can take it out of your life and, um, somebody that this was one of the cooler things I'd, um, heard some, uh, my boss actually was like nature. I think it's abhors a vac, uh, nature abhors a vacuum. And he said that shit. And I had to like 
no, 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 explain it to me. And it's like, dude, so like if something goes away, nature hates that it goes away and we'll fill it with something else. It's just what happens. Huh. And I was like, that's some wise Interesting. shit. Yeah, so, and it goes with, again, the whole like matter. Matter is not destroyed or created. And I started thinking that when you were talking about reincarnation, because if that's a scientific principle that everybody agrees with, energy gets passed on. It's not created mm-hmm. nor destroyed. Yep. When you die, that means death is not the end because it has to we're not created or destroyed we just kind of keep cycling you know so mm-hmm. I, I don't know how i went down that thing but the, the, <laughs> i like it then i think when you're like replace when you're used to drinking and it just becomes part of your routine and now you take yeah. that out well that hole gets filled and you can either mm-hmm. fill it with something fulfilling that you like more or you're going to kick it and it's going to be uh, like a fad for you and you're going to put drinking back into that part of you yeah very true yeah and I that's exactly actually why I quit because it became a routine and then you know weekends like if I didn't have my son and stuff I definitely drank way too much and I just kind of got I was just over it and I my body was it was kind of like a spiritual like a ping which like I kind of just knew that not drinking right now was the best thing for me um, so I kind of just followed that and yeah, it's been great. So, right. All right. Well, let's go back but, to your drinking days. Yeah. So you're about to <laughs> yeah, cry like a baby. Days. Finish this up. Oh, man. This did. shit is good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just did... told him he wasn't about it at first. Um, I can't say that he, he probably, I don't know that he'll ever believe that. Um, but I mean, we went down a really good path after that for a while. And then, and then he basically ghosted me. Um, so I'm not right away and not because of that. That yeah, that no makes it sound even worse. Oh, <laughs> I didn't take it no, that it, way. No, it wasn't. Um, Dudes are jerks. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a rough one. But the thing is, is back to the lessons. You know, like I think all along I knew deep down that this somehow wasn't going to work out for us right now. But I was like, even one of my friends, she because I. But she's like, you take, I was like, I'm just going to take the love that I can get right now. Right. Um, I was going to say something my friend said, but I can't remember what she right. said. So, well, but it, it was beautiful. It, yeah, dude, it's that whole like better to have loved and lost than never to love at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's. Life is suffering. That's another fucking saying oh, where gosh. it's like you go through stuff. And what sucks about it is as you're going through it, it's at some point not going to be it that you're enjoying. And right. if you're fucking aware of that while you're going through it, then it's almost painful to go through it because you're like, I don't want to go through it because the more I go through, the closer I am to it going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, – I just – I had, you know, and the, some of it could have been like the past stuff and, you know, my fears of abandonment and rejection playing a part two. Um, but I was like, I just – kind of felt like that wasn't going to work out fully and but I didn't you know and I I let myself I don't know I just wanted to experience it while I could um and then it kind of just like ended out of the blue one day so (laughs) that was cool (laughs) (laughs) it said no one ever (laughs) exactly (laughs) but but yeah and so Thanks for I letting me I'm... take you to that dark, sad place again. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jeepers. it's really the the whole experience. So really, did just I grew from it, and I learned that 
it was just another lesson of my worth. Um, and he showed me a lot of what I was looking for in somebody, um, the love that I was looking and the love that I deserved. Um, he did give that to me in ways. And then it showed me that again, I deserved more. Um, and, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, it sucked, you know, kind of, but it also, it was good for me in ways. (laughs) So here's something I'm trying to wrap my head around circle Mm -hmm. or line. So when I'm thinking of this past life stuff and you say like my fear of aban or um, issues of abandonment because of a past life, well, then there has to be like an origin story, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it like there's 50 fucking lives all going on at the same time and all of them are the origin <laughs> story and they're okay. all circling each other and you're just jumping through them, right? So like I, those those are the two visuals I'm having in my head. I just got really excited because the podcast that I listened to explained this in such a good way. Um, she Her podcast is called Align Within. Her name is Ashley Wood. And she, um, you are reads a the, fucking maven. Look I, at you, <laughs> gangster. Yeah, she reads the Akashic Records, which is another very out there thing. Um, the Akashic Records are basically think of it as like a energetic book of everything. Okay. Past, present, future, like you, the world, the universe, everything. And you get that shit on like Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, so I'm literally you... Googling Kindle no. like Amazon right now. <laughs> well, you can get a book on how to read it, and then you can try to read it. Okay. I mean, like, you use a prayer. It's called the Pathway Prayer, and you open your records, or you can read for somebody else. Um, I haven't. I've only tried to open them, like, twice. It's kind of like, you know, like a psychic or a medium where they're getting things from somewhere else. Okay. Um. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It's. Well, no, I'm with you. So what did she say about, yeah. like, the straight line? So Is she, there an origin story? Like, was there one so fucking she, story for everyone? Well, no. So she <gasps> re, she channels, like, the Pleiadians. Do you know anything about the Pleiadians? I'm scared to ask because I think okay. that's going to be 20. But no, nothing They're at Pleiad- all. <laughs> there's, a, there's a star cluster out there called the Pleiades. Okay. Um, and so the Pleiadians is the life force out there. <laughs> oh, so she works with the Pleiadians, and they gave her this amazing, like, analogy. Um, and basically, you know, if you take a mirror and you drop it on the ground and it shatters into tons and tons and tons of pieces. Okay. Each piece is a different life. And so they're all there kind of at once. Time is irrelevant. You know, time doesn't exist. So and I can't, I can't wrap my head around. So any you're of this. going through <laughs> the experience of past lives while those well, past lives are presently happening. That's what they say. <laughs> if, if if you're trying to fit that into time, but like that's something yeah. else. Where like, what the fuck is time, right? Like it's, it's such a relative thing. Like why do we have 24 hours? Who fucking knows? Like why do we do shit at nine o'clock? Who fucking knows? Why do we care right? about like Sunday and it's football day? Who fucking <laughs> yeah. knows? It's this weird ass calendar. It that, is. That is like, why, why do we fucking have to go to bed at 10? Why? And so people are so set on time and this is when the predictability, I guess, is comforting. But yeah. if you take fucking time away and you just start, like, I don't even think, I don't even know if the human mind, the way we are, can fucking handle that. Probably not. I mean, I can't, even that, that mirror analogy, like, I cannot wrap my head around that at all. Cause I'm like, well, it's 
you know, we say past lives, but they're not really past. They're happening or, but it's still so weird. All right. So now I'm ready to go back to the Pleiadians. So this. Pleiadians. Pleiadians. So this lady, you say she works with them. So she channels them. So when she goes into the records, she is, these beings talk to her. They're energetic beings. Um, shit. So but her, there's a lot of people that channel the Pleiadians. Um, so is what does going into the records actually mean? Like you go into a meditative state? Yeah. Um, so you do the pathway prayer for either yourself or whoever you're reading for. And then the information kind of just starts flowing through you. So like oh. I did it once and I did get – and it's going to be a different experience for everybody. Um, like I kind of got like a couple words that flowed through like a couple tiny messages. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of like psychic. Um, that's a big, everybody's psychic. Like if you really want, you could try to heart, you could harness Holy your psychic shit. abilities. So today, no, I fucking did it today, man. And it blew my mind. Are, are you What'd ready? You do? Jesus Christ. So I'm going for a jog. And um, I have a play. I have a jogging playlist, right? So songs are okay. coming up, and it's and for whatever reason, it's fucking like nothing but Nas and Eminem. The shuffle algorithm just fucked up, and I'm getting kind of over it. <laughs> and like I'm on the home stretch, and I'm like, I just want some upbeat. Like man, fucking little dick, a little little a little little dicky right now would be <laughs> yes. awesome. And motherfucker, that like my, the one I hadn't heard in forever. It was like a ticka 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 bra, ticka 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 bra, and I'm like. Holy shit, did I make that happen? Yes. Like, right? Like, oh it's my god. It's a law of attraction. Oh my god. Your thoughts create reality. <laughs> Dude, there is some, like, shit I've thought about that. When you think of even just basic, like, magnetism and, like, the, the pen, the computer that I'm speaking on now is getting pulled towards me. I'm getting pulled towards it, but gravity is not allowing that to happen because of friction, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't thoughts have some sort of impact as well like if there's an energy like right like you can fucking like we scientifically you put those weird ass helmets on and you see shit going neurons are fucking plugging away like yeah you're worried about microwaves causing cancer well your energy is a wave of some sort in your mind like why can't that do have you ever looked into the law of attraction I, i think i'm about to yeah it is it's all about manifesting and it's um would it be the speaking stuff into existence philosophy like, yeah, don't curse yourself kind of a thing? Kind of. I mean, yeah, the law of attraction. Um, there's more people coming out with it. Um, another person I follow, Lacey Phillips, <laughs> she has actually redone it because she used to follow all that stuff, but it never worked for her. Um, so what she does is she actually brought in, like, the neuro stuff into it. So she actually takes you through, if you're part of, if you're in her membership, she takes you through, like, these mini um she calls them deep imaginings, but they're basically a hypnosis. And you walk through, like, triggers. Like, like let's say the abandonment or the rejection stuff that I've had. I'll take it through there, and it, like, it asks you, like, you bring up something from your past. And it always works with this life in her stuff. Um, like, we don't go down the past life trail in there, but um, it's, like, from your childhood because it all works with your subconscious her belief and i think it's true is like you are manifesting from your subconscious so if you truly you have to truly believe you're worthy of that house that you're manifesting that you want because if you don't think you're worthy oh. of it you know it's not you're blocking it king arthur's sword 
can't pull that bitch out unless you're meant for it, the one. Yeah. Holy shit. So like so, you, you actually make so if you're actually worthy of a million dollars, you just keep speaking that into existence and it happens because of subconsciously your mind can make it happen? Yeah. I don't Yeah. I mean, well, cuz the law of attraction is yeah, you I mean, you speak what you want into existence. Hers just takes more of the hers just goes more down of a science path and like you actually have to believe you're worthy of it. Like if you sit there and you're like I want this house. You know how people make like the vision boards and they put like their whole dream house on a vision board and they sit there and stare at it every day or they meditate about it. And, but if shit. they somewhere deep down, if let's say in their childhood, they didn't ever see anything like that happen. Um, you know, you don't actually think that it's possible for you, then it's probably not going to happen. Got you. Got you. So yeah. So she helps take you back and then you, um, her work basically helps you create new neural pathways. Oh, so see, that's why I don't uh, like when you had said hypnotic, whatever earlier, I was like, mm -hmm. that's some fucking serious trust level. Like you're going to, yeah. you're going to, you're going to zone out and let somebody do things to your mind on a, I don't even know like what to call it. It's not like a physical, but I guess it is physical. Like they're not sawing or hacking, but they're like rearranging shit. They can do whatever they want in there. Yeah. So Whew. that's. You know, because I think it sounds like you maybe, yeah, because like kind of what we've seen of hypnosis too in like movies and how it's been portrayed, um, it, you know, it's like you don't know what's going to happen to you. Well, um, another, how I first learned of hypnosis, her name's Grace Smith. Um, she has a YouTube channel. Um, and she, well, she has now an app about with little hypnosis too. But, she, I saw a video that she went in deep on it and, like, talked about how, like, we've been programmed to think about it. But, like, you have to be willing to be open to it. If you're, if you go into it and right. you're, like, absolutely not, like, your subconscious is not going to let you go there. Dude, I, um, I've, I've spoken to two people who I did not expect this for. And they both admitted to me that they got hypnosis, one to quit smoking, and the other to deal with his um, emotions towards his wife from divorce oh wow and he both of them were like oh dude that shit works mm -hmm. and i'm like no fucking way man and they're like i swear to god to you man i went opened up i was open to it let them in and like i was like i wasn't angry anymore or like i had zero desire to smoke after that and i was like what the fuck how yeah and i yeah like you said like you know you i mean you there has to be a level of trust there um, for you to like open up to it. But I think like in my experience of the ones that I've done too, I've been also conscious. Like if I heard something come through that was like not what was supposed to be in there, I'm pretty sure I would snap out of it pretty you could quick. shut it down? Yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah, I've like not finished because I do recording ones. Like my son inter interrupts me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can shut it down. Um, in my experience at least. Okay. I mean, some people might go. And yeah, that's the other thing is like you're – like, if you want to remember, you're supposed to be able to, like, remember, like, what happened in it or whatnot, too. Like, some people will come out of, you know, like, the stage ones and, like, not know what they did. Yeah, yeah. There's... That's apparently, according to Grace, that's because, like, they didn't, they kind of told themselves or their bodies that they didn't want to know what happened or something. Oh, okay. Oh, the brain is weird. <laughs>
Well, so now I'm kind of getting it, and I guess it took me a while. I'm a little slow with it. So then she'll go in, and whatever is the doubt that's keeping you from believing you're worthy of your goal, she kind of like replaces it and gives you takes it away to give you confidence to then get your goal? Um, or about the manifesting one? Yeah. So her thing is she goes – like she has in her pathway, it's a like a paid membership and she has tons of different workshops. So there's ones that you're working with your shadow. Um, there's ones that you're working through money blocks. So um, there's a loved one. So what you do through it, you know, there's lots of different days. So there's journaling involved. And so what, like with, let's say like rejection, like what I did, I went into one of them to go through some rejection stuff. And what popped up was a bunch of stuff from my childhood and like junior high and being like ostracized from everybody. Right. Um, and so then you are, so like it within it, it kind of like pops up, but then you're kind of, I know like one of the lines she'll sometimes say is give yourself whatever you need, or you can kind of like rework it in your mind. Um, I just usually, I don't know. I kind of do it different every time. And it's kind of whatever makes you feel right. Got you. So then you remember when everybody said like this seat's taken and you were just feeling like the biggest whatever, the, the yeah. biggest dork. And you can kind of process that better. That mm -hmm. will allow you the next time to speak positive things about relationships into into being. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And her and her too. She doesn't go so much into like you have to make a vision board. Like hers is like jot out a list of what you want. Right. Um, and then you kind of, you don't even have to look at it. Like it's just there. And then you just kind of start, you start living from a place of worthiness and authenticity. And then you get, you know, it's kind of like I said, like when you're living your purpose or you're, you know, you're going down that path you're supposed to be like, you're going to end up connecting with the people that you're meant to connect with. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've literally never, um, I've never gone down this path before. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the path I live down every day. <laughs> right? Good for you, man. Good for it's you. Always something to learn. Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. And that's part of just going back to like the religion thing. Like, man, if your goal yeah. is to just learn memorization, I don't mm. that, that that's tough, man. And then yeah. I, so now your task is to memorize something and put it into application and fight against your will. And it's like I get not all desires and urges should be acted on. But at the same time, I think you get desires and urges because you're supposed to have desires and urges mm -hmm. and to fight them so much. That's why I was interested when you were talking about the emotional thing. I guess that's what made me think it like. So if you're supposed to be non-emotional, where does the desire to be emotional come from? You know, that's still I'm um, playing with that in my head. Yeah. Well, and then back to that, that from I, like that's the lower side. You don't right? want, you know, you're supposed to go to the higher side. Um, like an awakening. Yeah, like you're supposed. Yeah, yeah. So, man, deep, deep, deep. <laughs> that was neat, man. Good lord. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I didn't know where. Uh, I was like, hey, we're probably gonna talk about like my mom and teaching. We didn't even touch on teaching. <laughs> right? No, dude. But, I, I think cool. yeah. I mean, and it, for uh, yeah, Jesus, an hour and a half. I can't. I've I've done I've done these, man. And some people are like. So it's like a five minute thing. And I'm like, yeah. um, so I kind of try to 
keep it to a topic like topical right. you know or, or a broad band and then um this way you know like if people listen they can be like okay well it's i'm gonna be about this right yeah but well, you know, yeah it makes sense it's fucking nothing to do like an hour and a half two hours and i'm like yeah whoa no like it's <laughs> it but at the same time it's awesome and one of my fears and look i'm gonna speak it into existence and now it's gonna fucking happen no no but like oh, that's the only thing she said you're not that powerful to make all your all the bad stuff happen right. either thank god so. So my my wonder, I'll call it a wonder. I won't call it a fear. We won't give it power by saying fear. My wonder is like, so when quarantine time's over, it's going to, I feel like it's going to be so hard to get people to want to fucking waste, not waste, but waste two hours of their day just having a conversation, just putting their story out there. You know, I, I'm interested to see how, how that'll go. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of that. I don't know. I feel well. Yeah, that's a yeah. Because I'm like in the process of trying to start my podcast, so that's a good thought. But I don't know. I mean, people love. I love to connect. Right. And so I think people are still still gonna wanna change. You know, you're the one. You're the one on the doing it all the time. They only have to give up an hour or two. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, so, but I mean, really for me, it's only an hour or two and then it's whatever, like a half hour of editing. Ex or, yeah. You know, I try to write some stupid ass commercial so I can get some sponsors to make some money eventually. <laughs> um, just to right? practice that. But yeah, I'm interested in it, um, to see where it'll go, but man, it's been, um, it's been wonderful getting to know you, Kylene. Um, yeah, it was fun talking to you. Wait, what's your first name? I don't even think you told me and I don't know that it is it on you. <laughs> I, 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 I like to be mysterious and strange. <laughs> No, uh, Sean. I'm Sean. Sean. Oh, no, okay. How That's awesome. Okay. Dude, how awesome is that? Play. Jesus. Imagine imagine <laughs> that. A little Catholic school girl scared of breaking rules is going to have an hour and a half conversation over the internet with a stranger <laughs> and let him record it where she opens up about her twin flame and crying with wine. Who knew? Who knew back then? I know. I was like... I was thinking about it as we're talking. I was like, well, I was really excited to like put it out there and tell people I did this. But now I was like, nah, screw it. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, dude. Well, 100, well it's kind of empowering to take charge. Like it's it's who you are, right? Like it's it's my yeah. story, man. And I think that's something where people, a lot of people, the people I've dealt with so far have been like, man, that was actually fun. Like it was, it's nice to just talk and fucking wherever it goes, let it go, you know? Yeah, I, I could, I mean, I, talk forever <laughs> so obviously right. i don't have an issue with talking but um and i yeah i open up easily but it'll be interesting to actually like put that out there for me and see if i hear anything back especially the yeah. twin flame i was, stuff. I was I about was like, oh to say God. that <laughs> motherfucker better get up with you after this oh shit hey man if you're listening you need to feel some guilt and you need to embrace that shit and get <laughs> on the fucking wagon bro all right. Uh, I've uh, <laughs> I actually confronted him since all of it too. So I like, yeah. But man, we're all it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's all, all good. water, water under the bridge. Lessons learned. No, I really did learn a lot of lessons out of it. So yeah, well, I mean, it fits with I'm the really... whole. You know, they're meant to teach you stuff, and it is. It's a yeah. unique way to look at it. Like it does suck to be hurt, but at the same time, if it's if you're learning and growing from it, you like you need to go through pain. Pain is honestly a part of life. It's a, it's an emotional thing. If you don't deal with it well, that's when you get into like abuse problems, you know, whether it's yeah. mental or substance abuse, things like that. Cause you're right. You don't want to hear the voice. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I think I've dealt with in a lot of relationships too, is just 
Yeah, not not speaking up. And I think that was kind of like the final. The universe was like, girl, you need to fucking deal with this. Like, this is your last. Like, this is it. Like, learn it. And now don't like, don't just like let yourself be walked over. Dude, yeah, that's awesome. It, it that's that's empowering. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, sucks. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope um you make it through the um I don't even know, the social distancing and all the oh, shit being canceled in your apartment. I hope it goes well for you and your son. Um, I yeah, really, thank you. Really, you too. thank you for uh, opening up and um just expanding my mind. Jesus, my universe just grew fucking <laughs> more than the Grinch's heart on Christmas Day. <laughs> Yes, I love it. That's like my goal. So, all right. All right. just share it all. So, well, thank you so much. It was fun. Yeah, thank you. And um, I'll talk to you, I guess, whenever. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, man. And I've Bye. Now Bye. become an expert on the subject I like most. I'd like to thank Kyleen for expanding my mind, expanding my universe, expanding my perspective. It was um, introspective while going out there. <laughs> also like to thank today's sponsor, a good old mug, um, the Lundberg Special. Just remember mugs, they are the best beverage holder. Friend, follow, listen, subscribe, get up with us, man. Join the conversation, get to know people. Um, and again, if you or someone you know has a story to share, we'd love to hear it. Later. <laughs>